Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Dire warning. This is going to be the hardest and the saddest week of most Americans' lives, our 9-11 moment. President's optimism. We see light at the end of the tunnel. States threaten more restrictions. I can tell you right now this is about to get very bad. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. The nation's been told to brace for a bad week after a rough weekend in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. More than 330,000 confirmed cases are now reported in the U.S. and more than 9,600 deaths. CBS's Stephen Portnoy begins our coverage. This is going to be a bad week. On Face the Nation, Dr. Anthony Fauci said deaths will increase in the days ahead. We are struggling to get it under control. But by last night's White House briefing, a sunnier view. We are beginning to see the glimmers of progress. I see light at the end of the tunnel. Dr. Deborah Burks pointed to data from tests in New York. Day over day, their percent positive is finally starting to decline. But elsewhere, Burke said the spread continues. Deaths from coronavirus are a lagging indicator. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Mr. Trump again touted the use of a malaria drug. Fauci says there's only been anecdotal evidence of its success, and it can be dangerous for some patients. Now to New York City. CBS's David Begno takes us inside a hospital that's been overwhelmed by coronavirus cases. Some of them required intubation the second they hit the door. Here at Brooklyn Hospital Center, nearly 80% of the patients are being treated for the coronavirus. Dr. Joshua Rosenberg is on the front line and has been for weeks. To the rest of the country who are lagging behind New York, and I pray that it doesn't get to that level in any way, shape, or form. God forbid it does. I I hope that they're taking this lead time to get organized. Public health officials say the U.S. is now entering one of the most critical weeks of this crisis. Another park in New York City is designated to be converted into a field hospital. Within days, the death toll could peak in places like New York, Michigan, and Louisiana. Today, Louisiana is expected to open a makeshift 1,000-bed hospital inside the convention center in New Orleans. Today, Texas state troopers will stop drivers at the Louisiana border, asking them for documentation on where they're going, and if they're staying in the state, they'll need to self-quarantine for two weeks. Every day, is like, it gets heavier. Cheryl Pabitao's mother, Susanna, and her father, Alberto, both died in the same New Jersey hospital a week apart due to complications from coronavirus. People said things will get easier day by day, and I'm like, no, I feel like it's the opposite. <laughs> day by day, it gets harder for me. They both died alone. Cheryl said goodbye to her father on FaceTime. 
she and her siblings weren't even allowed to have a funeral. Along with a critical shortage of key medical equipment to fight the virus, some hospitals are in a desperate money crunch. CBS's Anna Werner says in some instances that has led to staff cuts. In Florida at Miami-Dade County's Jackson Memorial Hospital, executives say they're taking pay cuts and other employees are being asked to go on temporary furloughs due to the financial strain. We were required to take uh, time off. We were required to take our personal leave time. RN case manager Angela Freshly Fairchild was surprised to receive an email saying she would be mandated to take a week off in the middle of the crisis. I couldn't understand that because all around the country, they're asking for nurses right now. The ripple effects of preparing for the coronavirus are hitting hospitals around the country. Boston Medical Center Health System temporarily furloughed some 700 employees. A health system in Sarasota, Florida, said its revenue dropped by $16 million in March. It's furloughing some employees, trimming hours for others. The problems are reflected in a new nationwide survey of hospitals from the Inspector General for HHS. Anne Maxwell is an assistant IG. The hospitals have stopped elective procedures, which bring in money to the hospital. They've stopped other procedures as well. So they're losing revenue. Back in Miami, the CEO of the Jackson Health System, which runs Jackson Memorial, is Carlos Magoya. He says the answers are in the math. We're a public health system. Our operating margins are really, really tiny. We don't make a whole lot of money. He says since his hospitals have stopped doing most elective surgeries, his system has lost 40% of its revenue and predicts it will lose $25 million in the month of April alone. So he says he's keeping frontline doctors and nurses, but cutting wherever else he can. 41 states have stay-at-home orders impacting more than 300 million people. And some governors have expressed anger over large gatherings that have been broken up. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo warned of tougher restrictions in her state. I can't tell you exactly how bad it's going to be because that depends on you and me doing what the right things are. Washington Governor Jay Inslee is returning 400 ventilators to the federal government with the caseload now dropping there. They'll be bound for New York and other hard-hit states. Walmart says it's increasing additional safety and cleaning measures after two employees in the Chicago area died from the virus. A rare broadcast address from Queen Elizabeth as coronavirus deaths rise sharply in Great Britain. In a speech that deliberately evoked the spirit of Britain during the Second World War, she remembers the Queen rallied her people against COVID-19. Together we are tackling this disease, and I want to reassure you that if we remain united and resolute, then we will overcome it. But even as the monarch's speech aired, her ailing prime minister was entering a London hospital with a persistent case of the virus, and Britain's coronavirus virus death rate spiked. The Brits will need all that national resolve she's calling for. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A tiger at New York's Bronx Zoo has tested positive for coronavirus. It's believed to be the first known infection in an animal in this country. Other tigers and lions there are ill now, too. It's thought the tiger was infected by a worker who was not showing symptoms. 
Can't hit the salon to cover those gray hairs these days? There's an app for that. With salons closed and hair desperation setting in, the photo editing app Facetune is helping stay-at-homers spruce up their roots, even if it's all an illusion. The app developer Lighttrick says everyday usage has jumped over the past few weeks across Facetune, Pixeloop, QuickShot, and PhotoFox. The CEO says it's not only a way to soften the shadows, cover the freckles, smooth out the wrinkles, and get rid of flyaways, it's a great outlet for creativity. He reports user base has tripled and people are spending 25% more time editing videos. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The singer Pink donated half a million dollars to two coronavirus relief funds. She says she and her three-year-old son tested positive a few weeks ago and have recovered. 73-year-old Marianne Faithful is hospitalized but in stable condition with the virus. That's the World News Roundup for Monday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.